0: Welcome to the Kellenberg Podcast, hosted by Kellenberg Memorial High School. I'm Sarah Goas, and today's Bible quote is, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. From this time forth and forevermore. Psalm 125, verse 2. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Thanks so much to everyone who tuned in to our last episode on the day in the life of a brother, hosted by our sophomore host, Amanda Pillig. So just as last year, every year during February break, a group of 12 students from Long Island go to the Holy Land with a group called Project Understanding. I'm not going to explain or say any more because for today's episode, we have three very special guests to, int- to tell us about their own experience of tr- on Project Understanding. So please introduce yourselves.
1: Hello, my name is Father Dan Griffin, and I'm a chaplain of the Latin School here at Kellenberg Memorial.
2: Hi, I'm Emma Carmody, and I'm a junior here at Kellenberg.
3: Hi, I'm Mason Carpentier, and I'm also a junior here at Kallenberg.
0: Wow, so thank you guys so much for joining me today. It's, it's definitely probably been a little difficult for you these past two weeks, recovering from such a wonderful experience. So it must be nice for you guys to tell me all about your experiences in the Holy Land and the lessons that you learned. So the first question I'm gonna ask you is a very important question, which is what sites did you guys visit while you were in Israel?
2: Oh wow, okay, so a lot of different sites. Um, we started off the first few days in the old city of Jerusalem. We went to the Jewish quarter, the Christian quarter. Um, we we walked where Jesus walked um, on the Palm Sunday road. We also went to the Western Wall, um, and so there we put in a lot of petitions and prayers. Mm-hmm. And the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. We also did the Via Dolorosa where we walked the Stations of the Cross, Mm -hmm. um, which ended in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, which was probably the highlight of my trip. Um, We also did many other things. We went to, we took a boat
0: ride on the Sea of Galilee. (gasps) Yes, very exciting. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, What other other sites did you guys visit, Mason?
3: So I think one of my favorite ones was we went to the Jordan River, Mm -hmm. which is right on uh, the border of Israel and Jordan. So you can see um, the Jordan outpost on the other side. And it's so cool because the water inside the Jordan River is the only body of water that's actually already holy and doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be blessed by a priest. So that was one of the uh, really special places that we went to. Another one was we went up to Masada. Mm-hmm. It's a, a mountain top, uh, a city on
1: a mountain top built by King Herod.
0: Very cool. Father Dan, what other sites did you guys visit?
1: Uh, one of my favorite sites was the uh, Mount of Beatitudes mm-hmm. overlooking the Sea of Galilee and to have the opportunity there with all the students to read the Beatitudes and the beginning of the Mount, the you know, Sermon on the Mount that Jesus proclaimed right from that spot. And uh, that later that afternoon, we returned uh, to where we were staying and we gathered and I was able to say mass right on the Sea of Galilee and uh, just a beautiful occurrence there that, you know, this the reading of the daily mass that day was talking about Jesus and, you know, getting out of the boat. And, you know, we were right there at the sea galilee so that was really beautiful and special
0: it must have felt so surreal being in a in a place that when you're growing up you learn all about and you always think like oh you know maybe one day i'll get to go there and all three of you had the opportunity to go and be there and be able to really have your catholic learning come full circle to be able to walk the steps that jesus walked and basically kind of grow up with jesus in a sense to go visit his 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 temple and and where he died and places that he went to when he was growing up so it must have been absolutely surreal to be able to do that so uh all three of you kind of hinted at it already but i'm gonna ask you what site did you guys visit that really caught your attention or really spoke to you
2: um so for me it was the church of the holy Sepulchre. Mm-hmm. um basically after the via Dolorosa, rosa we went there for the final stations um And when you walk in, you see the stone of unction there. And that's where Jesus was laid after he died um, to be cleansed. And so we got to touch the stone. And that was a just the feeling when you touch that stone. It's mm-hmm. such a feeling of peace and love. And um, it's something that I hadn't really felt before. It's such a deep peace. And it was really... Surreal, like you were saying, to be in a place where that means so much to me and my faith. And then also, there was where Calvary was and Jesus' tomb. It was all just amazing.
0: It's a bit overwhelming to walk into a place and kind of realize the importance that such a place has. And to just, you know, make a right turn and have a little piece of history right next to you. And not only a piece of history, but like you said, Emma, a piece of your faith. So, Father Dan, what was a site that you that really caught your attention?
1: I really love uh, Dormition Abbey. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, it's tradition that you know, Mary fell asleep in this place in Jerusalem before she was uh, assumed into heaven, body and soul, and at this special church, you know, there's a, you know, just a a remembrance place where Mary fell asleep, and above her is this beautiful mosaic, you know, um, ceiling, and in the mosaic ceiling there are six, um, you know, Jewish women from the old testament that you know kind of foreshadow or prefigure the blessed mother and then below them is you know this you know replica or statue of mary sleeping and i just thought that the two worlds just came together right at that one spot you know all the jewish students were with us and there were six you know jewish women and even seven you know mary the blessed mother was Mm -hmm. jewish and we were able to come together and talk about these women and share a moment with both faiths, Jewish, Catholic. And then uh, it was just so touching when Emma, uh, you know, I asked her to sing the Salve Regina and we just sang the Salve Regina right there. And, you know, the acoustics were so like awesome there. And, uh, you know, it was just a special moment for me
0: yeah no it sounds incredible it must have been absolutely surreal Father Dan for you starting off as a brother in the Marianist community being able to visit such a site that you dedicated your life to 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 interceding through Mary and living your life around the Blessed Mother it must have been absolutely surreal to be able to stand in that spot and be like this is where she fell asleep and ascended into heaven and know that your, your belief and that your faith and that what you do day to day you were able to visit that site and pay homage to it so apart from the sites that really caught your guys' attention, what were other historical places that you guys visited? Or did you guys visit anywhere else besides anything historical? Like, did you visit schools or something?
2: Yeah, so um, we actually visited this school that was, it's a Christian school, but a lot of the students there are actually Muslim and Mm -hmm. from different faiths. So we went there, um, and we did a little bit of a team-building activity. So we made a poster about our new world um, and what we'd want there to take from Earth and what we don't want to take from Earth.
0: That's fun. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and it's it's cool to see how we all had similar ideas, you know? Even though we're from the United States, they're from Israel, we're all from different faiths, Muslim, mm-hmm. Christianity, Judaism. We all have... Um, similar ideas for our new world like peace and family and friends and all these things that are so important to us um and even just talking to the kids it was really cool to see how much we connected and how easy it was to just talk to them and get along with them and a lot of kids you know
0: exchanged instagrams and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that was really fun yeah well said emma Mason, how about you? What site really caught your attention in the Holy Land?
3: When we were in the Old City, you can actually walk into the upper room where Jesus had the Last Supper with his 12 apostles. Mm-hmm. And even though it's it's changed throughout the years uh, with people conquering Israel and then now uh, the state taking it back, you can still see the structure of the room and where the apostles sat and where Jesus you know, sat. And it's just, you feel a sense of um, spirituality there. Wow. Because that's where... He, you know, he gave his body and blood to his apostles to then give to the world.
0: That's incredible. Wow. I just, I just, hearing these sites is just, it's kind of crazy to me to hear that places like these are still there and they're still able to be visited and you can go and just be able to feel the energy of the people that have been, the important people that have been in that room. So it's kind of crazy that you all had the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. So what other historical places did you guys visit or, you know, non-historical place that you guys visited that you really enjoyed?
3: I think one of the, probably the most special places, part of Israel is Yad Vashem, Mm -hmm. which is the Holocaust museum in Israel. And by law, there has to be a Holocaust museum in the state of Israel. They had made it a law so that these people will always be remembered for the sacrifice that they made.
1: Of course. And it's...
3: Interesting how the building is built, because when you walk in, you can see the exit, kind of representing the Jewish struggle in the Holocaust, as mm-hmm. they thought they could see the end to the, to their struggle within the, the, the war. However, you have to take these curves and you have to take these turns, because um, there's wire blocking the straight path, mm-hmm. and so you have to go through the museum and look at all the, uh, the different exhibits and the stories and everything just as the Jews did they had to take these turns in the in the in their suffering in the war because that's just you know it hap- how it happened it you know it escalated and it didn't become this quick easy kind of um suffering it wasn't it wasn't easy yeah it was long and hard
0: mm-hmm. but it was incredible I'm sure to visit the a museum dedicated to basically the people that mainly live in Israel
3: yeah because as a a Holocaust Museum in Israel, they just focus on the, the Jewish aspect of it, and you, you really see all the different um, things that they had and what they had to take with them and where they went and how they tried to survive, how they tried to keep the, uh, the Jewish faith alive even though they were being persecuted.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Father Dan, how about you, did you take away from anything from um, maybe her historical site or anywhere else that you guys visited?
1: We also had the opportunity to on Sunday go to the Notre Dame uh, Catholic uh, guest house and mm-hmm. facility in Jerusalem, and I was able to con-celebrate Mass there. And uh, you know Mason, you know Gianna and Emma were able to tr- do the readings at the Mass, and you know Bryce was and Alex were able to bring up the gifts at Mass. And then the the priest there actually brought us up to the rooftop of the the facility, and we were able to get a full panoramic view of the old city of Jerusalem. So that was really interesting for me. And uh, we also were able to go to this organization called Kids for Peace. Mm -hmm. And I was really uh, struck by the work that they do there, um, where it's like an after-school program, like once a week, and then also a lot of summer programs, where they're bringing uh, Israeli, uh, Jewish, uh, and then Israeli, you know, Palestinian Muslims together and also Christian, Palestinian Christians together um, to do, like, common activities, to learn about each other's faith, to um, just to to show them that they're all the same, you know, they're all teenagers, and um, just to, you know, open the door to friendships that, uh, you know, in the outside world wouldn't be possible. And, you know, they put a lot of uh, time into their summer camp where they experience, you know... Um, The different uh, religions and their services. And I thought that that Mm -hmm. was just a beautiful way to, you know, to teach beyond, you know, what the world is telling them about the other faiths that they could actually to live it. And uh, it was pretty interesting for me to to, uh, experience that program.
0: Yeah, both. I think visiting the school and visiting the Kids for Peace program is a really great way of just not only visiting the sites that are so well known in Israel, but also kind of immersing yourself in the culture. You know, here at school, we kind of we kind of live in a bubble day to day. We kind of forget that, you know, we're not, you know, you kind of forget like you're not just only one state. There are so many other places out there and being in Israel just really kind of snaps you out of it and you realize, wow, there's... So many more people in this world that I on a day to day basis don't get to experience and just immersing yourself in a completely different country that has a completely different religion from you just really changes the way you think around and really like wakes you up to new ideas and new possibilities and and a way to realize that you can you can also speak out for other people as well. So I know you asked, I uh, asked you guys about your favorite sites, but was there any Jewish sites that you guys visit that you really enjoyed?
1: I had a awesome experience. We were able to uh, visit the Western Wall, Wailing Wall twice, actually. And I had brought uh, petitions from all my eighth grade students. Oh. So I had about 130 little pieces of paper <laughs> that had to be folded yeah. up and put into the wall. <laughs> and... Uh, all of the the three Jewish boys that were on the trip uh, with us, you know, once they finished putting theirs in and once they finished praying, they came right over and were helping me to fold up these little pieces of paper and place them in the wall. And then we were able to share a moment of prayer together. And even on the last occasion, uh, all six guys at the Western wall, we just uh, gathered um, and we prayed the serenity prayer together. And, uh, you know, it was the end of the the trip, the end of the experience, mm-hmm. and um, you know we were all brothers by that point. Yeah. And uh, Jew, Catholic, it didn't matter. We were all brothers, and we prayed together to uh, to God, God our Father. So uh, that was really a powerful experience for me.
0: Yeah, Mason, how about you?
1: I think one of the and it, it's not
3: a sight, but we were able to share uh, Shabbat. Yes. With a uh, a couple in Israel. They live in the Old City. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, Orthodox Jews. They actually, uh, funny enough, they come from America. They One of them was from Kentucky. Wow. And the other one was from, I think, New Jersey. And That's incredible. It's cool how to see that they came over mm-hmm. to Israel to, to live. Because they found um, a special connection to the place. They found a sense of home there. And... To share in that tradition, they there's a sense of family. They have uh, four kids mm-hmm. and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the and dog is
0: very important. The
3: dog is very important. They <laughs> they love it, and the, you know they were all over the dog, and they were just all bonding together as a family in Shabbat. And they it's a, there's many prayers that go along that lead up to the dinner. Mm -hmm. And so you have what's called the Kiddush. Okay. And that's a prayer over, it's very similar to what we have, the the bread and wine at at Mass. And they say a prayer over uh, wine or grape juice or bread. They have a challah. And it's just to symbolize that God gave us uh, the ability to make bread and to make wine. Yes. And so they just kind of celebrate the fact that we're all here. Yeah, And it's it's great to see... um, a community Mm -hmm. sense in that, that they allow the 15 of us to come in into their home and have a whole dinner with them. And it it was just amazing to feel that sense of community. Of
1: course. And it it was so beautiful to see, I don't remember Mason, but the, the prayer that the father said over each of his children before the meal began. And he prayed over each child and gave them a little message for the upcoming week. And asking God's blessings upon them, I was really struck so about sweet. how beautiful that was. And to the wife as well, there's a special prayer that
3: uh, all the kids and the husbands say, and it's it's sung, and it's to the wife, you know, saying you know thank you, and it's just a, a lot of, pl- of blessings and prayers.
0: How touching. That must have been so amazing to just witness, you know, in in the Catholic religion, we do very similar things, but there are things that you can appreciate in each religion, the beauty that and the meaning behind everything that you do, especially in Shabbat, every little thing and how important it is, especially the people that are involved in it. And it's not just about the, the gifts that you're blessing. It's also about the people who are receiving them. So... For your last question, after all of that experience, I think uh, the both of you, all, all three of you can agree that the message after you come back from Israel is that every person is alike, no matter what religion, no matter what country they're from, together we all share a belief that we all can love each other as one no matter the no matter the, the race no matter the religion no matter the consequences we can all look at each other and love each other Father Dan as you said when you went to the western wall you can all be brothers and sisters in one and that there really is no difference in the Jewish and the Catholic faith that, they, that the Catholic faith began with the Jewish religion and was built upon by Jesus which is who we believe in and there are a lot of similarities that I feel like a lot of people don't realize and with that trip we're able to realize the unity that you have with the people in the Jewish community and similarly for the Jewish people in the community. So your last question is, what was the most important thing that you took away when you guys were in the Holy Land? I know, it's it's a whopping question, but I feel like after you leave, it just kind of hits you in the face, the most important thing you learn.
1: <laughs> I was struck by how each student on the, the pilgrimage, the trip, taught me something along the way um you know and uh, I had to have my eyes open but each student really taught me uh either something about their faith something about uh their belief in God or um we had these wonderful discussions you know like at nighttime mm-hmm. where we would share you know a god moment or where we saw God that day um or what we learned about the other person's faith. And for me, as a priest, I've studied Judaism. I've studied Catholicism. um, But these students here were able to teach me through personal witness, personal examples about their belief in God. And, uh, you know, I'll take those, you know, treasures home. You know, I'll keep them close to me. And uh, it's amazing how we all became like a family, you know, on this pilgrimage. Yeah. So... That's really beautiful. Yeah.
0: Mason.
3: I think one of the most important things that I, I took away from this trip was like Father Dan said, the the sense of community and the sense of that there's everywhere you go, there's a sense of faith. I mean, you know, it was Israel, there's yes. it's full of Catholic sites and of full course. of Jewish sites. But there's so many people there that you know resonate with that with that with the faith coming from all over, from different parts of the world. You know, we came from the U.S. It's it's a long way to come, but we all kind of congregate be, behind this one belief, whether it is Judaism, where it is, whether it's Islam or it's Christianity, that everyone's important and everyone can um, can be themselves and can be. Uh, Someone who can just practice their religion and can be, you know, we're all similar and we're all different at the same time. And Mm -hmm. when we can live with those uh, differences and those similarities, it brings a great peace. Another thing was we went to um, Shabbat the next Friday night to uh, this temple in Nazareth. Mm -hmm. And there were a bunch of kids around. We didn't get to talk to them until the dinner service. But it was it was so amazing to see that even though that their first language isn't English. Yes. English was the only thing that we spoke. Of course. I remember one of the uh, most special moments was, you know, the game Quackadilly Yes. (laughs) So even in Hebrew and across the, the ocean, they knew the game.
0: That is so funny.
3: And so we sang it in English. They sang it in Hebrew. But it all matched up. And eventually, we all played like a thirty-game person of Cracadeleoso.
0: First of all, that sounds epic. And two, that sounds so cool. That mm-hmm. like even across like even across the sea, there are people, there are kids that are playing the same games in a different language, but still, like you have that thing in common, and they can kind of recognize it. That's insane. That's really cool. So Thank it,
3: you. It was really amazing to see that both us and them share that.
0: Yeah, that's a great example of showing that. No, we're we're all kind of the same, even in little childhood games. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. Did you like this podcast? You can catch up on all the ones that you've missed by finding and subscribing to us either on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, or you can find us at kellenberg.org slash podcast. And make sure you follow us on all our social media, which is at Kellenberg, or for all the religious aspects of our school, you can follow us at Kellenberg ARC. Thanks so much for tuning in today to our Kellenberg podcast. See you next week. Bye.